A reminder for you, perhaps it's the first time you're hearing it. Beat the hammer every Friday, 745. That means in 45 minutes, some chump's going to lose. How could we forget? Well, that's true. And by the way, that chump won't be me. I want to be very clear. What do you, you re- got to say for yourself, little chump? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, how sick do you get tired of, of hearing, sick and tired of me, um, I mean, winning? Yeah, it gets it gets old for, for me. Uh, it's, two, what, 210? 210 and 35. That's 210. pretty solid, man. But Shut the bleep I, up. I take, <laughs> I take solace in the fact that there are some really strong contestants out there, yeah. and they have blown you out of the water. 35... 35 times? 35 losses. 35 losses. So I'm hoping. Fingers that's, crossed. Dude, that's like focusing on Jordan losing a game in February. Who cared? He, he, wow. he, he, he still ended up winning the title at the end of all those years. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Let's go to the we'll actually, see, be, Joe. actually, before we go to the phone, speaking of basketball, Michael Jordan, speaking of basketball from last night, college basketball, we got to play this audio because uh, I think we could all use a little uh, let's turn the frown upside down. We're, we're playing a lot of the Darius Slay audio for obvious reasons, what he said yesterday in his podcast. And we're kind of in a bad Eagles mood because it brings it all back again. Um, but Bruce Pearl is a highly entertaining and very successful college basketball coach. And in his latest iteration as a coach, he's the coach of uh, Auburn. And they lost a game last night to Alabama. It was a close game, 90-85. to 85. Alabama's a great team, top five team. And, uh, let's and Auburn just, needs the win, you know, to get in. Very important yeah. game for Auburn. They might not make the tournament, the whole deal. Obviously coming down the stretch. So you got to hear this audio. Post-game, Bruce Pearl is doing an interview with uh, the radio station that broadcast. Maybe it's a TV station, but a broadcast entity that broadcast the game. Um, I'm sure he's talking to the Auburn Radio Network people. And, oh, boy, he's not happy. Uh, and, and, and he tries to get it together, and he does briefly, but then he gets unhappy again. Let's listen to sort of the starting point and an absolute classic explosion by a college basketball coach. You know, obviously they made some made some plays. We had a hard time staying in front of them at the end of the day. Um, I'm just sick and tired of our guys getting smashed down there. Smashed! Talk about the, the, the final possession in, in regulation, coach. Um, you had the ball with about 25 seconds to go. Yep, we got a middle ball screen. Wendell got a good look. All right, so now he like gets it guys. back together. He's like he's like normal guy again, right? He goes from lunatic to normal guy, right? So then he maintains like normal guy thing for like a minute or so, and then as the post game interview is ending, it's not as you know insane as the other one, but uh, he revs it up again. L- listen to normal guy go into insane guy again. Coach, just talk about what what Saturday represents now. Oh, just we'll get ready to play Tennessee. We were, we were incredibly outmanned at the end. Had three, four guys on the bench in foul trouble. Joke! <laughs> Auburn head coach Bruce Pearl joining us. How great is that? Did he, like, throw something? He threw his headset. Okay. He threw his headset. Oh, I heard that. I needed that. I needed that. Seltzer, smash might win drop of the week. Smash might win drop of Joe, the year. Joe, if you win smash! beat the hammer, I want you to say. I want you to, to yell smash. Like but, that. however, if you lose, I want Seltzer to play joke. Because uh, I know that's what you'll say. You know, listen, both are good ideas. So smash and joke. i got to get both of them into my lexicon. I, I wish that we had video on John Ritchie while that was playing. Because I've never seen him giggle so much. John, I told you today so, I wanted to get you laughing today. I told you that. So, yeah, it was it was trying. <laughs> this morning was trying for me. Uh, I was on a came in on a dour note, thinking that I was like alone in the cosmos, <laughs> unable to get in touch with anyone. But this, yeah, this is a real pick me up, and and the, the contrast is incredible. It's it's almost like he's he's waiting for it. He's building to it, yeah. and on two separate occasions, he goes full volume, yeah. hammer style, like up, oh, yeah, in your face. Uh, it, I think it, it really punches it up. It speaks. The last yes, it speaks to the level of oh. competitive like juice that flows in the SEC. It's awesome. This man. is Bama and Auburn. And this is what happens. <laughs> All right, to the phones we go, 215-592-9494. Obviously, most of the conversation today about uh, Darius Slay and what he said on the podcast yesterday, and I think it was uh, ridiculous, abdicating responsibility for the Eagles' defense and the loss in that Super Bowl. Let's go to Sean. I'm pointing fingers, by the way. Sean in Morrisville. Hi, Sean. Sean A. 
Sean not ready to go. We go to Gary right now in Whitehall. Good morning, Gary. Hey, morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are we? Great, Gary. We're smashed! We better not be smashed. Joke! That was, that was Bobby Knight-esque. Let me tell you, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Darius Slay, um, lights, camera, action, does he realize that the, the director's next call is cut? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, come on. You don't. I mean, it's bad enough what what Gardner Johnson said yesterday. Now he comes out and says, you know, uh, well, we, you know, we did our job. You know, you know, we held 180 yards. You couldn't stop. You couldn't stop running water. I mean, come on. You're right, Gary. And by the way, it was it was all levels of the Eagles' defense for what it's worth. D line yep. didn't do their their gig. Uh, linebackers certainly struggle. And for the D-line, uh, you know, you've made this point several times. The, the field really hurt them. It did. It completely screwed them. No question. There's no doubt about it. And that's what makes this a complicated loss yeah. to react to. Yeah. But I'll tell, you what's not, I'll tell you what's not the thing that should be said. We were lights, camera, action. Mahomes only passed for 180 yards. We were number one in the league during the regular season. Like, are, you, are you kidding me? Gary, give me a great answer for a famous feud. Uh, I'm going to go with Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer, too. James, let's play the shorter version there of Darius Slay and what he said for those just tuning in. If you've missed it, Slay on a podcast while sticking up for, you know, everybody with the Eagles related to uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. And I appreciate that he's sticking up for his guys. That's good stuff. That is leadership. But you can't say this, and Slay went into this zone in the midst of talking about it all. Mahomes a dog out there, and him and Travis had a crazy connection. Other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We having a field day. We was having a great, great game. We just had a hard time with caps. We did feel like our DBs was way better, and that's, that's what happened on the field. Y'all think they threw for like, what, 180 yards? Ridiculous. It's really bad. Let's go to Will in Northeast Philly. Will, what's your reaction to all this? Will. What's up? What's going on, Votri? What's up, buddy? Oh, man, listen. Big play, Slay, man. You need to stop it, man, because uh, you didn't show up, man. You know, and I, and I love Slay, man. But, like, you you, you have no say-so in anything, in any matter, man. You know, because, like, the defense didn't show up, you know. And um, it's just like, I can't believe he was, you know, like, coming on the show, like, saying all these things, man. But... Yeah. You know, I hope you have a great season this this year. You know, because um, you know, I, I like you, man. But you, you got to step your game up. Well, this may, one of the issues for me that bothers me. There's a lot, but this, in my opinion, I think this makes next year harder. Yeah, I think it makes it harder for Sirianotti and Hurts to keep things together. I think the defensive linemen that return and the linebackers that return, if they do, um, will not be happy with Slay. I mean, what Slay's basically saying is, we the defensive backs did our job. Which, by the way, is not true. Right. And by extension, he's saying the other guys didn't do their job. It bothers me so much more that he says basically we did everything we needed to do. Then it bothers me that CJ GJ what came out and said to Gannon like you didn't put us in position to to win. You know, like he CJ GJ is pointing the finger at the coaches, and that bothered me less than this. I agree, John. I agree. Will, give me yeah. a big-time answer, man, for a famous feud. How about Latrell and Carlissimo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wow. A little choking action right there. <laughs> Latrell and, uh, and PJ. All right, good stuff. 215-592-9494. Up ahead, we'll, uh, we'll touch on the 76ers who moved through the show. Lost last night. Also, beat the hammer. 745. Get ready for some contestant to get his ass kicked. I mean, I'm sorry to be so <laughs> blunt about it, but that dude's going to get smashed. We shall see. I'm also going to wake people up here at yeah. Borgata that are sleeping like 15 floors up ahead the more I yell that. Uh, it's just great, man. It's the best I've it, heard it, all it, week. It is one of, it's one of the best in recent memory. Yeah. It really is. Uh, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie, we got Rhea and Devin and Seltzer. Uh, from Borgato, 94 WIP. Let's talk about my friends at Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising dramatically? Energy prices have increased over 14% since last year. But it isn't too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush 
with the last month of off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free for every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills, and you will pay nothing for two full years with 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows, including mine, by installers with over a decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials, which is why 96% of installs require no follow-up service. Call 866-90-NATION. Get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payment. Brought to you by Window Nation. Well, playing defense only Jonathan Gannon could love, both the Sixers and Mavericks, that is. Mavs came out on top 133 to 126, getting 82 points combined from Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Tyrese Maxey led with 27. He's got 56 in the last two games for the Sixers. Now, this road trip does not get any easier. Sixers will head to Milwaukee Saturday night trying to stop a Bucks team that, oh, has just won 16 in a row. Beat the rush with off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. NBC 10 first alert forecast cloudy early. Chance of showers later high 44, currently 38. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie from Borgata, our home base, every Friday morning. Good morning to all. 94 WIP, Rhea with us, Devin with us, Seltzer as well back in the studio. James, is it a lonely day for you when you're back there? Like we're well, not- I got Wachter, me and Joe hanging out. But yeah, I'll tell you, dude, the studio is empty. Like, I just went <laughs> to the bathroom last break and the lights were off. Like, wow. yeah, it's definitely quiet here. There you go. Um, hey, a lot of talk today about Darius Slay. If you've missed the audio, we'll play it again shortly. If what he said on his podcast yesterday, it's not good. Also, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Find new roads. Visit ArminChevy.com. That's ArminChevy.com to see Armin's qualified, certified, one-owner, low-mileage, pre-owned inventory. Today's Twitter poll question, Phillies related. Do you expect Andrew Painter to make the Phillies starting rotation out of spring training? A yes, B no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. So that... That ties into how well Bailey Falter's doing. To an extent. And yesterday, Bailey Falter felt sort of flat, like flat Bailey Falter. Like World Series Uh, Bailey Falter? Or was that? No, that was not before that. It was the Padres. It was the NLCS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, One and a third inning, three hits, and allowed a run, and just didn't look like the guy. There was a point in time last season where we felt like we we could trust him the most (laughs) out of this entire staff. That didn't look that way yesterday. Still way better than his NLCS outing, believe it or not. Yeah. That was bad. But in terms of Andrew Painter, Andrew Painter feels like a more, I don't know, a guy that I could lean into a little bit more. Uh, I I know better what Bailey Falter is. I don't know what Andrew Painter is. But it feels like he has is some, so much higher ceiling oh, for sure. than Bailey Falter. But it's, Bailey not, Falter but it's not what it always was. Let, not let me throw and by the way, Alec Bohm wasn't great defensively yesterday when he couldn't make the catch at third base. I don't know if you saw that. Harken back to all those plays where you slap your forehead with Alec Bohm yeah, out there. It was another one. It was a forehead slapper. That's so, what you get with them. For, so, what, for what it's worth, I think there's a decent chance they start the season with a six-man rotation. Wow. Yeah, yeah especially because, like, look, Wheeler and Nola pitched, especially Nola pitched so many more innings than he. I mean, Wheeler had the time off, but obviously was hurt, hit into the World Series, had that one rough start before looking good. So a lot of innings career high before. Nola career high last year pitching deep into October. Like, they're going to want to get these guys extra rest throughout the season. I think there's a real decent chance they do a six-man rotation, at least at portions of the season. All right, to the phones we go, 215-592-9494. So you can certainly uh, weigh in on the uh, Andrew Painter thing. Also, Slay, again, we'll play that audio coming up shortly. Beat the hammer up ahead in about a half hour or so, 745. Let's go to Joe in, uh, excuse me, hold on one second. Let's go to uh, Drew in Westchester. Hi, Drew. Hey, folks. 
so, Rhea, the other day after my call, uh, I heard you say I had an excellent call. So, number one, uh, thank you. I appreciate oh, it. you're welcome. Number, <laughs> no, number two, I now feel a ton of pressure today <laughs> so, to, to, to live up to the hype. Yeah. True, she had her fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Cool. So I got a point on I got a point on Slay and I got a point on Andrew Painter um, as well. Um, with Slay, I did not love the comments because I looked back at the stats this morning and I was pretty sure of this, but I wanted to confirm. And Kelsey didn't really do anything in the second half. He only had three catches for 21 yards. So I think his comments are you know off base there. And Joe, I've heard you talk about you know how this could have an impact um, next year and all. I still think we're going to be a good team next year, but what I am curious is if there's an impact when they vote on captains at all, mm. because my issue with Slay has kind of always been, you know, he wasn't like molded by Eagles culture here. You know, he came from Detroit, yeah. you know, from a place where they had never really won anything. So, you know, I'm curious if he's, you know, still a captain uh, next year or not on the team. Interesting question. Drew, Boy, give me a great. That would be shocking if they took that away from him. Drew, give me an answer like for a famous feud. What do you got? Can I make a point on Andrew Painter super sure. quick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I am really hoping he takes the team out of spring training because we talk about the vibes. And all, and you know, I want him to hear his name on opening day to, you know, go to Yankee Stadium to, you know, be able to watch the ring ceremony and all. I think that's, you know, super cool um, for like a 19 year old kid just to be able to experience that. So I'm really, I'm really hoping you know, put him on the team out hey, of the Mike, gate. I mean, he's got a good shot. All right, give me a few, Drew. All right, so I'm going uh, fiction, the uh, Montagues and the Capulets. Oh, yeah, that's Great a good answer. answer. Real good. So, John, you've been in locker rooms, obviously, seven years in football. You have been a part of voting for captains. If you're in this spot and you're a teammate, would you be less inclined to vote Darius Slay a captain? Mm, uh, I guess in some ways it depends on who is left captains wise from the previous season right. it's, it's normally like once you're in that's like a self-renewing prophecy you are there's something expected of you when you attain that status within a team and it's really hard to take it away you know it's been given already i believe yeah. in slay's case no it was yeah and that's i mean th that's almost too big a slap in the face to take away because of the way it sets up the rest of the team saying, well, wait a second, he was, he was one of our leaders last year, and now he's not? All right, let me ask you a different question. Let's, let's frame this a different way. We know how Jalen Hurts is. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen the Jalen Hurts thing for three years, and we've heard from him enough to know, John, this guy is wired the way you want an athlete wired. Yes. Competitor, composed, takes responsibility, uh, all that stuff. What do you think, think Jalen Hurts does? Related to this Darius Slay thing. By the way, nothing is an option. Yeah. Doesn't call him, doesn't text him, but an option is to call him. An option is to text uh -huh. him. An option is to talk to him in person. What do you think Jalen Hurts, the leader of the team from a player standpoint, does? I do think it's And what within, should he do, John? I, I think it's within Jalen's scope to say something. I do think it's unusual for offensive guys to cross that line at times. And especially with this Eagles team, with the way it was set up, and we don't know this for certain, but the way Sirianni talked, he delegated the defense to Jonathan Gannon, and there was a real separation of church and state within that building. I think it's, it's you, you, there are like two ships passing in the night during the day in that NovaCare facility. Offense and defense are entirely different entities and different leaders yeah. on, on both sides. Uh, so I, I do think that this team has more of a schism between the offense and the defense than some do. So it's harder for Jalen to sort of reach across the aisle, so to but speak. But team leader is team leader. I do think. I mean, it is what, like, you know, if, like. If Jalen's, I, I believe Jalen is wired the way we expect, uh, which is, it, man, he's like a coach. He always seems to have his finger on the pulse. He knows when to say the right thing and says it at the right time. I do think he has to bring this up because it is a level of uh, uh, diffusal of responsibility for that defense that Jalen can't be behind. I agree. Let's talk to Levert right now in Philly. Hi, Levert. Hey, good morning, ladies and gents. How, how's everybody? 
great, Levert. Until Darius Slay was talking, we were great. Now we're a little less than great, but what's going on, my man? Yeah, I want to talk about Slay, but first I want to ask Rhea a real quick question. Yes. Rhea, um, the 2004 World um, Super Bowl, yes. you were down there. Yes. And I once before said that Angelo, but Angelo wasn't there. No. Was it Big Daddy Graham that was with you? Uh, I think Big Daddy was down there. Yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't sit I, with yeah. him, but I was. I was. I believe he was there because we ran into somebody we knew trying to scalp tickets before the game. So I'm pretty sure Ava would know, but I'm pretty sure he, uh, Big Daddy was there. Yeah, I'm almost sure he was. Yeah, because that's who I mistook for Angelo being down there. Anyway, this thing with Slay, uh, it's simple. Um, I don't know if any of the guys in here have played. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball ever. But playing cornerback, safety, it's like playing out on an island. Um, you really don't even consider yourself. It's like two units on defense. It's the line and it's it's the back. And Slade's only seeing it from the, the side of being a back and almost like a, a diva wide receiver. We took care of our job, mm. you know. I agree right, with you, but Levert, he didn't. But, but he shouldn't do that. Right. He went too far. I, I'm not. I'm not condoning what he's saying. I'm mm-hmm. just telling you his thinking. This is the uh, what do you call it? The motive operandi. This is what it was. This is what he was thinking, and he went too far with it. And he's going to get held to task for it more than likely by some of the guys on the line, and also probably jail. Um, jail will probably. Laugh and say, yeah, that's Slay being Slay, but, you know, somebody's got to say something to him. No question about it. Mm. Levert, give me an answer. I hope someone says something to him. Levert, a famous feud. Okay, this is, this is a big one because it actually ended up in two people's demises. It would be Tupac Secure, oh. Defro Records, and the Notorious B.I.G. That's a huge boy. answer. Hugh, listen, LeVert, great phone call and wow. an absolutely huge answer. I mean, Tupac and Biggie and the, the whole deal. Let's go to Joe in Northeast Philly. Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great, Joe. Uh, big, big play Slay. Did he give himself that, uh, that name? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Because, uh, you know what it is? I compare it to back in the Phillies in 2008 World Series. There was a pitcher named James Shields. He was the cousin of uh, Aaron Rowland, you know, who we had and slammed into the wall. And they called him Big Game James. And I was always said to myself, what are they calling this guy Big Game James for? What did he ever do? And what did this Slay ever do? You know, play for the Lions, whatever. So there's talk going around that, you know, he might be up for uh, a trade. Uh, and, you, you know, he's making like $14 million. Uh, that that might be a good idea. And then I would like, Rhea, sometimes I'll mention to you about Kelsey. Yep. You know, um, Kelsey, because you were back a number of years ago when um, I, I think it's time for – I'd like to see Kelsey move on and give oh, this no. Jurgens. Here's why I say, isn't this Jurgens is going to be his third year with the team? Second. Second? Okay. He was drafted last and, year. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, it, 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 Kelsey's making like $14 million, So, uh, no, what I say about Kelsey, everybody loves him. But, Rhea, do you remember when the fan called up and said he was outside the uh, uh, Novacare Center with a sign, something against Andy Joe, I love when Kelsey did that. He was a rookie. Yeah, and, I mean, that does. And I was, I was pro, Joe, hold on, Joe. I was pro-fan for um, for criticizing the Eagles. Out, this is 2012. Uh, yeah, 20 or 11. Yeah, 2012 yeah. or 11, one of those years. Uh, I was pro-fans for being vocal outside the Novacare complex, the voice of displeasure with a disgraceful season. I was also pro-Kelsey, and I thought it was really admirable of him as, a, I believe, a rookie or a second-year player to go up toward those guys and say, hey, guys, come on. We're, we're, we're yeah, I mean, I, I can't quote him, yeah. but basically he's saying, chill out here. Like, you know, and I, I actually thought he handled that exceptionally well, especially for a young player. I thought it showed remarkable leadership in a young guy. And that's maybe the guy who should talk to Slay. And let's not, let's point out, Kelsey 
played phenomenal this year. I'm not ready to say, oh, let's let him get on and get a rookie I've never seen play that position behind my quarterback I want to give $50 million to. Now, where it gets complicated <laughs> is if they lose Bradbury because yeah. they keep Kelsey. or the, you know, I mean, that, that is complicated. But, all right, Joe, give me a great answer for a famous feud. Uh, Bernard Hopkins and uh, Donovan uh, McNabb. Number five yeah. will always wow. love you. Boy, you're not kidding, man. You are not We already got two McNabb feuds today. What does that say? <laughs> <laughs> are there any others? I mean, I, I don't. Man, ben, boy, Bernard was like relentless at Donovan. He really was. All right, so. Donovan in, and, uh, you know, uh, quick drives in the Super Bowl. Is that a few? Oh. Donovan and throwing up in the Super oh, Bowl. Oh, what is going on here? I don't need that, guys. <laughs> Donovan and whatever he ate before the Super Bowl. Donovan and chunky soup. Mm. <laughs> um, so if you're just tuning in, let's get to this audio of Darius Slay. We'll play the, the, the more full version of it here. He's sticking up for his guys, which I appreciate. Obviously, there's been an ongoing feud between Juju Smith-Schuster and some Eagles players related to the Super Bowl loss and things that happened after the game and A.J. Brown and all, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I'm glad that, you know, Slay's of the mindset to stick up for his guys. But he goes way too far in how he presents some audio in here, how he presents his mindset about the Eagles' Super Bowl loss, his own responsibility, his unit's responsibility, his unit being his defensive backs, the defense in general, the team in general. I just think he's abdicating responsibility. I think it's outrageous. Out- I think it's awful. Here's what Darius Slay said on his podcast yesterday. Come on, Juju. Y'all trolling. And it rubbed me the wrong way since y'all be wanting out here clowning and stuff all pro JB. One of the best in the game. Did what he did. Of course, he got a holding call. I honestly hold every play. Just like y'all offensive guys push off every play. Now, let's be honest. Like, he'll be, Mahomes a dog out there. And him and Travis had a crazy connection. Other than that, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. We having a field day. We was having a great, great game. We just had a hard time with caps. We did feel like our DBs was way better, and that's that's what happened on the field, y'all. I think they threw for like what, 180 pounds, 80 yards. Yeah, we won the number one pass defense for a reason, and you know to come out like that, talking crazy, you need to fix that. That ain't called for, man. Y'all be taking it to a whole new level right now, man. Y'all new generation, a little weird. What Juju need to be doing is really just be worrying about his little TikTok dances and keep it going and stop trying to play like that, man. You better play like that on TikTok. That's what we got apps for, dancing apps that y'all be on, man. Stop playing with my dog. I mean, Darius, you lost the game. The Eagles lost. They lost the Super Bowl. And this is your reaction? And by the way, the defense had a huge hand in the loss. It wasn't the only thing. There was a bad field. There was a bad flag. There was a weird fumble. There was the Gannon element. There was the bad punt. There was the bad punt coverage. I'm not saying it's just you or just your guys on defense, but you guys had a big hand in it. And to me, this is if you're just pushing yourself off like defensive backs, that is a serious finger point at the defensive line, at the linebackers who didn't stop the run, didn't get to Mahomes. I mean, think about it from this standpoint. I want everyone to just react to this for a moment. Think about, let's say it's early March 2005. Let's say it's WIP, it's Philadelphia. Can you imagine, he didn't do it, but could you imagine if Donovan McNabb had said, you know, other than that, you know, fourth quarter drive where I went real slow, man, it was lights, camera, action out there for us. I mean, we were having a field day. We had a great, great game. I mean, I threw for 300 yards. I threw for three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. You're saying I skated my wing. That's what you're trying to say, but they didn't. The city would have exploded. Loaded yes. if Donovan had said yes. that. And he was sensible enough to not say that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Jalen Hurts actually technically could say that because he put, aside from his fumble, but he, he wouldn't. Played a good game, but he wouldn't. He exactly, wouldn't. Because he's a good leader and he's the quarterback of the team. James, what would have happened in Philadelphia if McNabb had said that in 05? Oh, man. Um, I mean, it, it could have changed everything. It's just. The like, fact is, Darius Slay didn't do enough, and Darius Slay is not taking accountability yeah. for not mm-hmm. doing enough. You know, he. He says it was lights out. It didn't look lights out to me. Darius Slay, this postseason, in three games, had one pass defense. You yeah, know, when your Darius nickname Slay, is when we, your nickname yeah, is we, Big we Slay, some big plays. make a play in the yeah. Super Bowl. Big a plays. Play. That's and your yeah. job. Yes, your job is to stop the pass. Yes, they only had 180 80 yards through the air, but they had 156 on the ground. That's your job too. You got to tackle. You got to make plays. The defense didn't do enough. By the way, you didn't stop them at any point in no. the second half. No. Your defense did not stop them from scoring in the second half. And and the one time that you slowed them down to a field goal, it was because Pacheco took a knee at the one. 
You yeah. know what? So, I think his his statement and comments really won't sit well with Philadelphia in particular because I always go back to what Jason Kelsey said regarding Ben Simmons when all that drama was happening where he said, just play better. Just take accountability and the city will love you. You know, Alec Bohm this past season had that comment on air and then kind of turned it around, owned up to it, and we all loved him for it. And now he's one of a fan favorite. So Darius Slay kind of not taking that accountability, I think it's the antithesis of what Philadelphia fans want in their athletes. So, look, everyone can respond and react. I mean, there's a lot to it at 215-592-9494. Your reaction to what Slay said. Also, think about it from this standpoint. What do you think the Eagles coaches are thinking? What do you think Howie's thinking? What do you think his teammates that will be back are thinking or could be back about finger pointing and responsibility? It's just um, it, it's to me, it's a pretty stunning admission of what he's thinking. And what he's thinking is one may one may. Does this <laughs> lack of accountability? Does it really cut that deep that the Eagles now they owe him whatever it is, 20 something million. His cap hit this year is, is extreme. We had a caller earlier say he, he's heard rumors of, of trade talk and that yeah. sort of thing. Look, James Bradbury this year, he was selected to the all-pro team. Darius Slay was not. James Bradbury, we all felt like he had a great season. We are not holding it against him that he held no, in not the at Super all. Bowl. Because he took accountability. And also because he didn't I hold feel, enough. <laughs> I feel better about James Bradbury going out there and doing his business than I do about Darius Slay. John, this could work against Slay. Absolutely. Is this big enough that the Eagles actually do something about this and try to move him? I, right now, you got all those It's, it's hard. And this is an example of where you can get some cracks that otherwise would not have been there. I really believe this is a this is a crack because it's a mindset from one of your leaders, from one yeah. of your captains. Jalen Hurts. Let's go to the phones. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Beat the hammer coming up in 10 minutes. As we uh, will do every single Friday as we broadcast from Borgata, Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, we got Rhea, we got Devin Seltzer in the studio. Seltzer will be the, uh, the game show host, if you will, coming up in, uh, in 10 minutes. Coming up in about three minutes or four minutes, somewhere thereabout, we'll give you the opportunity to become the contestant. We'll do that a few minutes before we beat the hammer. Let's go to, um, to Patrick in Tabernacle. Patrick, what do you make all this, man? First of all, Joe, everybody, good morning, Joe. The kids say hello to you. Um, I think, you know, the problem in today's world, you know what, like being a, being a coach is like being a babysitter, you know, yes. and like and keeping after these guys. And, and you put a microphone in, in front of any, anybody, like eventually you're going to say something stupid. Like just, you know what I mean? They're, they're professional. These, you know, he's a professional athlete, not a talk show host. You're right. He's not a, not a, di- he's not a diplomat. But no, but, but day, I'll say this. He, he's, a smart, he's a smart dude. I oh, mean, yeah. from everything I've ever heard from him, he's a smart dude. It's, it's about my – look, Patrick, you're right. Look, if, if I had a microphone in front of me 24 hours a day, not that I do, not that he does, but sure, the more opportunity, the more dumb things will come out. But the reality is this is a mindset, and it's stunning. It's really, honestly, it's stunning to me. I don't want that mindset being just, shared. Yeah. I, I, but I don't know, want the mindset being held, John. Even I, if you don't no. share it, don't – how do you – how do you lose the Super he Bowl has and think this? this? Mindset. He's now communicating this out there. I don't want other guys picking up on that and thinking it's the right thing to do. There are young players on this yeah. team that you don't want being part of this. And they probably look up to him, John. Yes, he's one of the absolutely. best players, and he's a veteran. Absolutely. The Eagles but have this, to consider that. The, the whole thing, though, just, just compare, compare and contrast Jalen Hurts and, and Darius Slay. You know, just, just look at what comes out of Hurts, you know his mouth and look what comes out of Slay, the, right. you know, and, and Slay doesn't get the spotlight much. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm dead set against what he's saying and everything. I mean, that there's, there's no team, there's no team talking there, you know, and that's when you get, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little separation and uh, with some pressure. And next thing you know, that separation is a, you know, it's, it's, it's a mile apart. Hey, and so Patrick, the last how, time the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, they had, and I'm not predicting it'll get this bad, but they had an all-time team splinter. An all-time splinter related to two players 
and specifically one player who couldn't stop talking about the other player, and that's T.O. and McNabb. Well, the good thing is Hertz and, and A.J. are best friends. <laughs> well, that yeah. But, you know, listen, yeah. the offense could be mad at the defense. The defense could be mad at the coaches. The coaches could be mad at the players. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of nonsense going on right now. Patrick, give me a yeah. great answer, man, when you think in terms of a famous feud. Best answer. Uh, th- this one in the world James. of music. This in the world of music still kills me. How about uh, Roger Waters and David Gilmore? For the love of God, oh, yeah. just drop and play some good music yeah. together. Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> you got it, man. Hey, coming up uh, in just a few minutes' time, we're going to get to uh, Beat the Hammer. I'm 1-0 in the new morning show. I'm 210 and 35, <laughs> uh, and 35 through the years. We'll take right now on the uh, contest line, caller number five. Caller five on the contest line. You will play Beat the Hammer in about five minutes. 215-988-1258. Caller 5. Pete the Hammer coming your way. Caller 5 coming up in about five minutes. Come on, Caller 5. We got your back. <laughs> Same, we believe in you. You know what? I'm rooting against Joe this morning because I know John gets so happy when you lose, Joe. And he's had a rough morning. It's and I, 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 we, John needs yeah. to pick me up but, yeah. for his drive-in. But it was also John's fault. It was. By I mean, the way, double fault. Because not only did he not have his phone in the right settings, he also... Got here at five thirty. Just <laughs> we, saying. Oh, we're going public with that now. Oh, here we go. It is morning. on. I love my guy. But I never see John happier than when Joe loses uh, yeah. the hammer. So I think he needs it today. It's today, so rare though. It would help. We yeah. could have a feud on the show by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk to uh, now. John did have a rough morning. We love him. We got a smile on today. It's all good. Let's go to Dewey and Royersford. Dewey, good morning, buddy. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. What's up, dude? Not much, my man. How you doing, Rhea, Devin, James, John? How you all doing? Hello. Hello. Great. And good luck with Beat the Hammer. Uh, I'm sure you're going to win. Oh, I'm certain. I'm, I'm certain. Not. I'm certain. I'm there. Oh, you're not sure, John? You're I'm not, not sure. Uh, that's I'm why confident. you play the game. That's true. <laughs> oh, I any, agree. Any you given know, Friday, Dewey, that's, that's the old saying. They actually made a movie about it with Al Pacino about 20 years ago called Any Given Friday. No. I like No, A little off. A little off. John, I like his confidence. Uh, so, he's, uh, got that. he's got that. Yeah, um, yeah I, mean, I was. Slay isn't the kind of guy I thought was going to say that. To be honest with you, he's a he's a great player. Seems like a great leader. Um, I, I mean, the guy like John would know that the guys that really know about him are the you know the guys are in the locker room with him, so they know what kind of person he is. Yeah, so, that's I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. Well, I think his heart's in the right place. I think his intention was to defend his teammates, and then he just started talking, and it, and it went just Arrived. off. Yeah. He went off. Some and yeah. some, 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 some people do that when they get a microphone in front of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he's no doubt. regretting. I guarantee he's regretting a couple of things he said. I guarantee it. I don't know about that, Dewey. Oh, you don't think so? I think right. he might by the end of the weekend after he hears more pushback yeah. and blowback. As of right now, if I had to guess, yeah. see, here's the problem, Dewey. I think he meant it. I think it's like a coping mechanism. I think part yeah. of it is he has ignored the truth of the matter. Hasn't and, and watched the film. A lot of people <laughs> haven't gone back and watched this right. as fans. Right. You know, as players, too, they don't enforce that. I didn't go yeah. back well, and watch have the to, Super yeah. Bowl after John, I lost John, it. But Dewey, when, but, but, Dewey, here's the issue. When a player right. cites the other guy's stats, that means, like, he's not unaware he knows that Mahomes, I think it was 182, he referenced 180. So he knows that. But it's like you want to you want to grab him and say, hey, Darius, got that, but do you know at the end of the game it was a loss? Do you understand that the defense had a big hand in that loss? Like, what part of that are you missing? Dewey, give me a great answer for a famous dude. Just real quick, Joe. He, you got to remember, a corner has the same mentality as a pro boxer or like a goalie. You got to be confident as heck, mm-hmm. and if you're not, you're not going to play that position real well. Long. It's an interesting point, but yep. all right, do we so give anyway, me a feud? Give me a feud. All right, uh, ready? The uh, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. Yeah, they sure did, man. To the point that you know Joe was talking about, I would want to push him in that uh, that fire thing up there in Atlanta in '96. That was so. I interviewed Joe Frazier twice, and first off, I loved him. I mean, what a guy! It's one of the one of the great thrills of my life, my career, my life. Um, but it Did was, you guys really relate? Did you feel like there were a lot of similarities? He was, was a really interesting cat. <laughs> Toughness. He was awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mindset I mean, look, wise. He, he was tough. I was tough. Uh-huh. Still am. I mean, I think there's mutual respect because he oh, had a great record. Yeah. Beat the Hammer, 210 and 35. Now, I don't think yeah. he knew about Beat the Hammer back then, but he sensed future greatness. Oh, no. You know? He sensed future greatness. No, he smelled something, but he wasn't sure <laughs> what it was. I feel like Joe's giving himself a, a, a pep pregame talk. pep talk yeah. right now without bit. us knowing. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's two issues. Number one, I do get nervous. So, yes, candidly, right now, I am nervous. Number two, I have to go to the bathroom, and there's not time for me to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, I'm going to step away for a moment, uh, literally, to go to the bathroom. So not, you're uncomfortable. Yeah, not that type, Good. but the type that it's just like, you know. I, well, thanks for highlighting it. What do you mean by type? Well, John enjoys when there is um, doubt in my mind about my Beat the Hammer performance. There's a couple key things. I've got to check off, like, decent enough sleep, have eaten some food, and hopefully – you know, been you know. You let's have just to say get good comfort. sleep to be ready for comfort. beat the hammer. Dude, the brain's got to work. Typically, it works, but not always. Let's play a little game that we call beat the hammer. Beat the hammer. It's time for beat the hammer on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. All right, beat the hammer. We have a prize on the line today, and it is a Phillies Kyle Schwerber powder blue name and number T-shirt. And a Phillies cap. That's on the line for our contestant. That's if he wins. If he loses, it will in all likelihood go to someone who's listening right now. So I encourage those that are listening to root for me. But the reality is I know most don't because, you know, the Hammers, let's be real, really awesome. And much like the Yankees and what Notre Dame football used to be and Duke basketball, there's just a lot of haters out there and people root against me. And that's fine. I accept it. And uh, I dominate anyway. Our contestant, his name is Matt and Ben Salem. Good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, Joe. Good morning, John. Good morning, What's Rhea. up, Matt? Good morning. So, Matt, how well do you know, you know, sports? Uh, pretty well. I don't know if I know the older, older stuff like you, but I'm glad that Richie has some doubt in your head for today. Um, yeah, I see you already making up some excuses. <laughs> so. Well, I'll just say, that, Matt, if I lose, I'm going to pull a Darius. No, I will not pull a Darius. <laughs> it's everybody else's fault. Yeah. Um, Matt, are you nervous? No, not at all. But okay. Ooh, well, that, listen, good for you because I am a little nervous. I'll be very honest about that. So, Matt, we no longer have a soundproof booth as we broadcast from Borgata. We have, believe it or not, right behind us at the Gypsy Bar, a soundproof kitchen. Step into the freezer, mm-hmm. Jeff. Yeah, the freezer. <laughs> yeah, get in Put there. him in the freezer. Uh, Matt, I'm headed back to the soundproof kitchen. Good luck to you, pal. All right, thank you. All right, scram. Get out of here, Hammer. It's nice not being able to see Joe. You know, I normally have to watch him <laughs> Jefferson or whatever. Now I can just yeah, imagine he's not, that he's slowly slinking away. He's sort of all business now to where the Jeffersoning is not occurring any yeah. longer. Just slipping away, it's it's disappearing Because he's, he's on the road. He's used to doing home home games. You know, these are road games. He's got to get used to that. Yeah, Matt, I true. would say I think there's there's real opportunity right now is what I would say. All right. Is he, uh, is he safely ensconced in the soundproof freezer? Yes. Yes, he is. All right. Matt, are you ready to play a little game yeah. we call Beat the Hammer? Let's do it. All right. Our category for the week. Not a ton going on outside of the norm, but it is... March 3rd, a.k.a. 3-3. We're doing some notable threes in Philadelphia sports. Are you ready to roll, sir? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. The clock will start as soon as the first question is finished being asked. Richie, make sure that your sounder is on on your thing this time. If not, yell it out. Yep. All right, here we go. Question number one. Mike Schmidt is one of three Philadelphia athletes in the four major sports who have won three or more MVPs in their sport. Name one of the other two. Uh, Dr. J. The Phillies selected this player from Wichita State with the third overall pick in the 2018 MLB draft. Name him. Pass. This wide receiver is the only Eagles third-round pick to go on to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Name him. Pass. Joel Embiid is one of four players the Sixers have ever drafted with the third overall pick. Name one of the other three. In the last 100 years, there's only been one Phillies player with over 100 career triples. Name him. Jimmy Rollins. The Phillies selected this player from Wichita State with the third overall pick in the 2018 MLB draft. Name him. Uh, Alec Bohm. This wide receiver is the only Eagles third-round pick to go on to be inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Name him. Uh, Time. 
All right. Damn. Not too bad, buddy. That's pretty good. Nice spot. Yeah. Very nice return. All right, yeah, Matt. You got a real stretch. shot here, buddy. We're going to put you on hold. Someone go get the hammer. I feel pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty I good. very good. Go Started slow and yeah. then pulled it together. Rolling. So, oh, here want, we go. I, I want to be sure. Forgot. <laughs> this is new. Up, he's coming. Feels as though there's no sense of urgency whatsoever, Jimmy. Oh, no I can tell. Sense of I can tell. Joe, do you have a rosary whatsoever. in your hand? I think I he went more slowly than I've you ever seen. You have a rosary in your hand? He has a rosary. <laughs> a in rosary. His hand, James. So, uh, backstory is uh, I bought my mom and Amy from Villanova's mom a uh, religious image for Christmas. I thought I'd lean into the religious side of things. You know, Christmas after all. Um, and the, the guy's like, hey, man, here, here t- take a rosary when I bought the stuff from him. And I was like, oh, thank you. So ever since then, the last two months, I've been carrying wow. a rosary around in my pocket. And by the way, I don't think I've lost and beat the hammer since that point. So it's, you know, oh, wow. I okay. ward off evil spirits, uh, you know, a little prayer. It's all good. All right, this uh, Matt in Ben Salem. You're crossing a weird now. I am kind of yeah. crossing a weird. <laughs> crossing I'm bringing, weird. I'm bringing the rosary to sports trivia. Uh-huh. But, I, but here's the deal. God, Blasphemous. But let me just say this, because I, I, I know God. God respects greatness. God roots for the hammer. All right, this, oh, this Madden Ben wow. Salem. Too far. Too far. <laughs> might be sacrilegious. I'm not oh, sure. I'm now yeah. rooting against you. I, I wasn't before, but now I am. All right, Madden Ben Salem, how did he do? You ready? I've been ready, man. All right, here we go. Category for the week, it is March 3rd, a.k. 3-3. We're doing notable threes. Oh, God. Philadelphia sports, are you ready to roll? AI and Harper's all I got, but go ahead. It, it, uh, you'll see. Notable you three, our category is notable it's, it's threes. It's not just, it's not uniform numbers. You'll see what yeah. it is. All right, threes in Philly sports, you'll right. see. It's like just a, a way three, to like ask questions, Joe. Clock has started. Right, three-peats never happened. Go ahead. You ready to roll? Sure. All right, here we go. Question number one. Question number one. Question number one. Mike Schmidt is one of three Philadelphia athletes in the four major sports to won three or more MVPs in their sport. They won the other two. Will Chamberlain. The Phillies selected this player from Wichita State with the third overall pick in the 2018 MLB draft. Name him. Uh, come back to it. This wide receiver. No, 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 no. Alec Bohm. This wide receiver is the only Eagles third-round pick to go on to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Name him. Um, I don't know. The only third. Say it again. This wide receiver is the only Eagles third-round pick to go on to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'll say Carmichael. Joel Embiid is one of four players the Sixers have ever drafted with the third overall pick. Name one of the other three. Okafor. In the last 100 years, there has only been one Phillies player with over 100 career triples. Name him. Oh, God. Say it again. In the last 100 years, there's only been one Phillies player with over 100 career trips. Jimmy Rollins. Time. Wow. A four to three victory. Oh, yeah! That's how you do! I mean, that's a smash! <laughs> I smashed that guy! Joke. Wow. Wow. Smash! I got to queue up Bruce. Can you queue up Bruce Pearl, joke. please? Joke. No, not joke. Smash! <laughs> wow. Smashed! Wow. Holy mackerel. That was, an, I have to say, that was impressive. The gym. You're like, Jimmy, oh. Jimmy, Jimmy Rounds. Oh, man. Let's you were like Ray Liotta, Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I feel good. Like wow. I said, God, God knows what he's doing when he's placing bets. Relax, pal. Matt and, oh. Matt and Ben Salem, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? I, I'm kill, I'm kicking myself because I got that first one. I yeah, he said Dr. J. I know. I'm kicking myself. but so you, were, uh, you were wrong, right? I didn't think you were going to get the Alec Boom, but well, it took me a second. So I I got crossed between Nola, but I'm like, nope, he was further back. I started thinking yeah, about Painter, and I'm too. like, nope, he would be like 14 years old. So, yeah. and then I just, ah, I wow. thought I I thought I had you for a second, but you got off to a better start than me. So yeah, well, honestly, I Matt, I was impressed you got to three. You started slow, and then yeah, you pulled I it out. Very slow. Matt, the thing about this, though, just for everyone listening, like there have been many people that have thought they had me before, and then, you know, I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. That's yeah. why That's you why don't. I, listen, that could win drop of the week. Oh, brother. That Relax. is why I'm the hammer. No, 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 listen, it's, it's why I'm the hammer. Matt, By the way, real quick, the yeah. uh, other three MVP, do you want to take a guess, other three MVP athlete? So the, so it's it's the, Will. Will won four. That won three Mike MVPs. Schmidt, and there's one other Philadelphia athlete in the four major sports who's won three MVPs. Um, 
You know, the funny thing is I don't think they had it when Ty Cobb played, and he was a Philly athlete. Um, it's way more obvious than that. Uh, it's not Bobby Clark. It I is Bobby Clark. Bobby oh, Clark won three he hard won trophies. Oh, he, won he won three. Two. And uh, Tommy McDonald was taken in the third round. So I knew I was choosing between Carmichael and McDonald. And I honestly Carmichael was a seventh-round pick. And you know why I went with Car- – yeah, I thought Carmichael was later. The reason, James, I guess Carmichael over McDonald, I didn't know that they had to draft that far back. Yeah, they did. And – I was wrong, but obviously, Matt, I wasn't wrong enough. Uh, you're what you call wrong enough. Two wrongs uh, make a right, and that's a hammer victory. But, Matt, you're a fine fellow, and because of that, and because I think the audience, John, I think you'll agree with this, would feel proud of Matt's performance and that he did pretty good getting three. Let's they really a- came blazing down the stretch. It was a great job. <laughs> Let's award Thanks, Matt. Richie. Let's award uh, Matthew because I am a nice guy. That's a magnanimous move from you. You know, Matt, after saying that God was rooting for you, I think you needed this. Matt, <laughs> we're going to award you the Kyle Schwarber name and number T-shirt and Phillies cap. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. Matt, we'll put you Good on job, hold Matt. so James can get your information. Thanks for, uh, you know, losing today uh, and beat the hammer. All right, shut it down. Beat the hammer on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Oh, you're so uplifted by that. Very much so. Yeah. Man, it was close. Wow. That was the closest one we've had in a while, man. Last second. Last second. Uh, Your face. You were like, you were sweating. Do you want to hear what the tiebreaker was? Because you would have gone to it. Sure. Uh, It's there have been 18 people who have won an MVP in the four major sports in this city. Name as many as you can. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I would have gotten to probably, you know, 12 or 13. (laughs) Oh, yeah. One per second, right? All right, go ahead. Yeah, go uh, ahead. So, hold on, John, James, in the four sports. In the four MVPs? major sports, there have been 18 MVPs in Philadelphia sports history. All right, here we go. Wilt, Moses, Doc, Iverson. That's probably all in basketball, but maybe not. Uh, baseball, we got Ryan Howard. We've got Schmitty. We've got Jimmy Rollins. That's uh, You got Jim Constanti in 1950. Nice that's, pull there. That's eight. Jeez. Okay, so football, well, you don't have many at all. I'll come back to that. Hockey, you've got Bobby Clark. That's nine. We Not too bad. To, Not we too bad. Get to 18. Yeah, there's a bunch. Of, well, you're, well, you're missing a, a, bunch of, a bunch of A's. There, if, there's if, quite a few A's. Yeah, so Eddie Collins. And back to, well, Mickey. You know, the, okay, Eddie go ahead. Collins, Mickey Cochran. You're going you're gonna to have Jimmy Fox. Obviously. Yeah. So uh, Who are the others? Two more. <laughs> two more A's. One's very famous. The other is not. Well, and you're saying he won it here, right? So Ty Cobb doesn't count? No. I don't, I don't know. Lefty Grove, Joe. Lefty Grove. The great Lefty Grove. I know they give it to a pitcher back then. By the way, Norm Van Brocken is the only Eagles player to ever win wow. MVP. How about that? Well, listen, anyway, that is interesting. Yeah. Uh, what's probably more interesting, though, is those that had never heard Beat the Hammer before, now they understand why the greatness is the greatness. Let's go back to the phones. <laughs> you don't have to kiss the ring when you call in, but you can acknowledge it. Who's I mean, my it's... man? Me! And James, what was that caller? He got what? He got... He got... Bruce Pearl, he got smashed. 